Uh, and I pray that the Lord will open our ears and hearts and eyes of understanding that and he will reveal himself to us individually and collectively in the name of Jesus. Amen. Yeah. Um, I want to kickstart this by um, saying that uh, the, the revelation of the Lord Jesus Christ, a lot of us definitely would have known what um, the Lord Jesus Christ, who the Lord Jesus Christ is, and no doubt, but I just pray that we open our hearts and I will just make some pointers why we deliberate on it and we will speak somebody, anybody that has something to say, don't just while I'm talking, uh, by grace of God, if you are minister to from any of the scriptures, you can just and uh, use that to contribute. You, you let us also learn from what you saw from your study and God will help us all in the name of Jesus to grow in the knowledge of him in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Okay. Um, the beginning, we'll start from the beginning, the beginning and Genesis chapter one. In Genesis chapter one, verse two and three, we realize uh, the Father, the Holy Spirit, and the Word of God were in the beginning. And that testimony is true. And when creation started, the, the Lord Jesus was there. So these are the pointers we'll be looking at. I'll just take them one after the other, just to make my um, presentation very brief. So I have the word, Jesus the word, the creator, the Lord Jesus, the lamb of sacrifice, the Lord Jesus, the sanctifier, the healer, the baptizer, the coming king, and the mediator. So the word, the Lord Jesus being the word, we saw that um, everything we are created by the word of God and we've been created, we've been created and there's one thing I'm supposed to add, thank you Holy Spirit, the image of God. It, I'll talk about that. It's not in my list, but I'll talk about it. So the image of God. Now I studying from the beginning, it says if you are confused about anything whatsoever, it's important to go back to that beginning how it started so that's why i'm doing this just want to take us back a bit and we'll take that journey down to um we'll not get to revelation i'm talking about revelation so we'll just stop at the book of hebrew so let's begin the journey so we saw the world being created then when we go to genesis chapter 1 verse 20 6 to 28 where the Lord was talking about let us make man in our own image and in our likeness 
And that scripture goes down and talk about what God intended to do. We were created for fulfilling the desire of the Father. We've been created. We are created to fulfill the desire of the Father. I'm taking this somewhere and I'll come back to what I'm saying now. We are created to fulfill the desire of God the Father. And we were born out of the heart of the Father. That's where we came from, the heart of God. No angel, no, no, no angel was created in the image of God. We, men, women, we are the ones created in the image of the Father. So that is one. And why did he create us? We saw that in Genesis in the beginning too. He says so that we have dominion over the earth. Now, there are, there, are, there are mysteries I won't dabble into, but I'll just say something. There are, there are dimensions. And for every dimension, there are, people, there are entities that are placed as authority over them. Over the planets, there are entities. We, we, we are concerned about the earth because this is where we are. So we are giving authority, dominion over this atmosphere, over this place. So that is the intention of God. And he said, so that we, 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 would, we will rule here. We will rule here and take care of things in this planet, the earth. That is our domain. That is our place of authority. So the Lord did that and we were created in the image of God. And if we look it down, before Adam failed, the Garden of Eden was in Eden. So it was a secluded part. Now, that part of Eden, it was now called the Garden of Eden. The Garden of Eden representing a temple, representing a place, an interface. God prepared that place specially so that heaven can interface with earth, so that the invisible realm can 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 have access in the visible realm. So Eden was created as a place of relationship, as a place of koinonia, as a place of man-God meeting. So Eden was created, made beautiful, made with the similitude, a representation of, of heaven. So Adam was placed there to be in charge. So God did not go to other part of the garden, but that place teaching Adam, comes in the spirit, teach, talking to Adam, he's learning, and, you know, until something happened. When they disobeyed, they broke that link, that, that, that colonial got broken, and Adam was sent out of the garden, not out of Eden, but out of the garden. So, he since sent him out of the temple, and the original purpose, intention of the God the Father was now uh, 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 that alignment was broken. But because God is God with his infinite wisdom, there, was, there is already a plan because what God wants, nobody can take from him. None can take it from him. God is from eternity before time, eternity before time, and it will be in eternity after time. So with all his infinite wisdom, the mechanism God has put things in place already. So Adam filled the man made from the clay, the man made from soil filled. 
So we saw in Genesis chapter three, where the redemption process started. So the journey begins from uh, Genesis chapter three now. The journey of redemption begins in Genesis chapter three, verse 18, where Satan, uh, the Lord was now judging them. And he, he gave Eve her own portion, gave Adam his own portion of the judgment. Because God is a God of justice, equity, and righteousness. He has to do what he said he would do. So Adam died, but the purpose of God could not die. So the Lord said in Genesis chapter 3, verse 18, that the seed of the woman, the seed of the woman will bruise the head of Satan, of the serpent. The seed of the woman will bruise the head of the serpent. So that journey began from that place. We go to Genesis chapter 6, we move down to a civilization that was created by Adam, the Nemrod civilization, the Twelve of Babel civilization, the civilization that goes to the generation of Noah, the generation of sin, the civilization of sin, civilization outside the Garden of Eden. And it wasn't the intention of God for that civilization to exist. So it perished during the Noah's flood. But the perfect man God wanted cannot come from Adam. So even Noah walked with God, the gene was still transmitted because we know that after Noah, the children of Noah, we still had issues with idol worship, necromancing, and those things still continued because it's genetically, it's, it's in the gene. So it still continued. It continued and it got to Father Abraham. And God, because God, time, a thousand years before God is like a, a day and a day is like a thousand years. He's, he's, he's timeless. So a billion years doesn't mean much to the Father. It's, it's with accounts that see time and worry about it. But in the other end, time doesn't really matter. So God could wait for 10,000 years for someone that will be in alignment to meet his purpose. God doesn't worry about time. It's, I mean, hello, am I, are we, are we there? Yes. Hello? You can hear me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're here. All right. God is not in time. So time is not an issue with God. We worry about time. We get old, but the father doesn't. His purpose must be, must be fulfilled, whether it's 10,000 years or whatever years, his purpose must be fulfilled. So after Noah, it took some years before we got to Abraham and a man that now find alignment with God so that the purpose of God, the desires of God will still be fulfilled. The man was found. And by the wisdom of God, the Holy Spirit made me to understand that if Abraham had failed, in Genesis chapter 22, one of those scriptures I put out there where God asked him to give his only, only true son, and he offered the son without holding back. And the Lord now made a covenant with him and said, through you, the nations of the earth will be blessed because you gave your only son to me. I will do something through you. All the nations of the earth shall be blessed. Now, Abraham, Father Abraham was now picked so that that lineage will be born. So we'll move on down to get to Moses. The promises God, all the arrangement God made, he told Abraham about it. This is why your children will go to captivity after this year's blah, and like that, and the story went on. Moses came up. 
And if you notice there's a pattern, if you notice there's a pattern, I don't want to go into that part of the scriptures. There's, before Abraham was born, though it's not documented in the scriptures, something happened. Now, before Moses was born too, there was an event that happened. And before the Lord Jesus was born, there was another event that happened. Do you remember when Moses was born, Pharaoh had to kill a lot of children? Praise God. Hallelujah. Do you remember the story, Hallelujah. right? Yeah. yeah. Before before Moses was born, or during when he was born, Pharaoh killed a lot of children. Amen. Mm-hmm. He killed a lot of children, right? Amen. Good, good. The same yeah. thing during. Uh, I'm just saying this, and I don't want you to ask me question on this. The same thing happened um, um, when Abraham was to be born. Some the same thing happened, and when the Lord Jesus Christ was born as well to the earth, came to the earth as flesh, the king then I think Herod also did the same thing, massacring children just to thwart the purpose. So Satan has been on that trail, waiting for alignment, to find alignment, and any time he does that, he feels, he feels, he feels, he feels, he feels, he feels till that time. So, ah. Uh, then Moses. So during Moses, the revelation of the Lord Jesus Christ began by the Lamb of Sacrifice. That's in Exodus. You see that in Exodus, uh, Exodus chapter 23, 26 down to 29. Okay, 29 precisely. We are, um, Aaron wants to be appointed a priest. So we saw the Lord Jesus Christ being revealed there as that lamb that they have to put their hands upon so that their sins, the lamb have to take their sins in. And when they, when they've confessed their sins over the head of the lamb, the lamb is now killed. And they, they, the meat of the lamb, the body, the flesh is burned without the camp. So that blood, which is the life of the of the beast, of that lamb, the blame without blemish, now becomes an atonement for the sin of those people. So it was a process. It was a crude process. God was trying to bring these people into the civilization of the revelation of the true Christ, his intention. And I want to point us to this. I would like us to read this. Uh, I was doing that. The Lord brought me to that part this night. His intention. What his intention was shown in Genesis chapter 29. Uh, sorry, Exodus chapter 29. I want us to look at Exodus chapter 29. Uh, from verse, verse 20, 29 from verse 26 down. I want us to see something there. If you have your Bible, you can just turn to it. The intention of Christ, the intention of Jesus Christ, the purpose God was doing all these things. Um, Genesis, uh, Exodus chapter, Exodus chapter 29. So in Exodus chapter 29, I'll read um, towards the end of it. Okay, 44. Okay, well, from verse 43 to 45. He said, And there I will meet with the children of Israel. That's the tabernacle. You know, in the Garden of Eden, it was a garden. Then during the time of Moses, it was a tabernacle where Moses had to go and meet God. Um, Aaron and the children sanctified by the blood of sprinkling. 
can now approach God. So God came into the tabernacle that was sanctified. Uh, so um, I will still talk about that at the end of this um, discussion. So the tabernacle was a representation of the kingdom of heaven. The blood of sprinkling, that was a, that was Jesus Christ in, in the making. The blood of sprinkling, the lambs and the blood, they used to sanctify the place. So this is it. The Lord said in Exodus 29, verse 44, I will sanctify the tabernacle of the congregation, that was what it was called, and the altar. I will sanctify also both Aaron and his sons to minister to me in the priest's office. Then why is he doing this? That I will dwell among the children of Israel and I will be their God. Do you remember Jesus as Emmanuel? That's yes, Matthew. Yes. He said, Emmanuel. Yes. God with us. So this is what God said in Exodus. He said, I will dwell after the sanctuary has been built and the priests have been ordered and the sanctification has been done. He now said, I will dwell among the children of Israel and will be their God. This is the intention of the Father. He has always from the beginning wants to be like with Adam in the garden. He, he wants to be with us. So this is him. This is the revelation of Christ. Another one here. I will dwell with them and be among them. I want to be their God. I will dwell in their midst. So the tabernacle was erected. Now all these things were the shadow of things to come. So when we move down, we now go to Isaiah. In the book of Isaiah, we see saw Jesus Christ again. And in this time, the, 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 the kingship of the Lord Jesus Christ was revealed. So Isaiah had like the, the beds. The virgin will give beds and the, the, the process started. He got an in-depth revelation of the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ into the earth. So Isaiah gave a detail of it. Then his purpose, what he would do, open the eyes of the blind, become a light to the Gentiles, you know, all those, we can find them in Isaiah, from Isaiah chapter 52, 53. So I will not be reading all that. I just want to take some things from that place. The Lord Jesus Christ was revealed as the, the counselor, the prince of peace, the wonderful God, um, the counselor, and the mighty God. So we saw him being revealed there as God, him being revealed there as the prince of peace, our peace. And we go to 53, we now saw him there as the healer. We also saw him there as the, the price for our sin that bores our transgression. So now, redemption process started all through this period. The prophet just talked about it. Then when we move down to the Psalms, okay, from the Psalms, from the Psalms before, before the book of Isaiah, in Psalms, the, the psalmist talks a lot about sin. Sit down at my right hand. Um, he said to my Lord, the Lord said to my Lord, sit down and write my when I make thy enemies thy footstool. Jesus Christ be revealed there in person. Now he's called the son of David. He was called the son of David. Why was he called the son of David? You know, oh, thou son of David, have mercy on me, have mercy on me. Um, we remember the life of David. And David, why the son of David? Why is he called the son of David? Okay, please, um, it's open. I will just pause here. And let me ask a question before I move on to the New Testament. If I get to the New Testament. 
who can who can just what from someone else's understanding say we know in parts we preach in parts we prophesy in parts so we know in part so i just want to hear someone else's opinion concerning that part where he said the son of david why is he called the son of david why is the lord called the son of david praise god hallelujah yeah so anybody just and is a bible study so hallelujah amen so anybody wants to talk iman um, are you talking let's see no just i thought i thought iman was saying something that's why okay Okay. So why is he called the son of David? Because he's part of the revelation of him, Jesus Christ. So why is he called the son of David? Okay. Um for me. Yeah. The thing that came to mind now is first David was the one that David was a man after God's heart. That was kind of key. That God spoke about David and just said something that he can do nothing of his own except he sees the Father. So I think there's a okay. nice correlation there. Okay. And second thing is that David portrayed himself something for the way of running so that again and he said that the time will come when those who worship the father will worship the father in spirit and in truth so it was a symbol spoke much to me that uh, Sorry, your network is uh, your yeah is breaking seriously. We didn't get the second part. Oh. The second one. Okay. We had the first one, but okay. the second one. Okay. Sorry. The second one like I said is that is about worship David. So in a way that no other king has ever done before in throughout the old testament and we could link that to the new testament where god said that where jesus was telling the woman of samaritan that the time in the hour come when those who worship god will worship in spirit and in truth so that's the second thing that came to mind worship was a man of worship and the last thing was about his kingdom it was david that god established his kingdom and told him like he's like he's is the kingdom of david is a continuity like it will have no end it was only one okay. that god gave that so and jesus christ um, where he said that to his kingdom there shall be no end so those are the three things that came to mind now okay. all right thank you very much all right okay okay is that right all right okay so um first David was like again the first thing I want to notice that it is God who chose all this is God's will 
God chose David to be hello like can you hear me yeah i can hear you okay because simona said hello okay so god i said first things first that everything is god's will and it was god who willed it and chose david to be like an anti-type of the true king who was to, who is to come who is Christ so david is like an anti-type being that first of all is like the if not the greatest king that ruled uh, israel israel there so many there are so many uh, there are so many things that is a landmark or too many things that david god used david to do because he never lost a battle just like you know um he it was it was through him that um, israel the i think they came to um, jerusalem and they settled that's where they you know they got their own place and they settled um also if you check the meaning of david i checked the meaning of david the other time it means beloved you know um um what else um then of course what Emmanuel mentioned the throne of David when um of course David was from the tribe of was through the, that lineage the tribe of Judah Judah yeah yes, that the messiah was going to come in the flesh so um it was true and God chose the not the physical kingdom because even when God was speaking to David do that to establish your throne he was actually of course talking about the how do i put it he was talking spiritually because even when at a point when he was talking to david even though he said to oh, david your throne is he was not really talking to david he was referring to christ you know but yeah those those are mine okay so praise god so wow That's 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 great. Um anyone else? So just move on from there. It's far as saying anything. Okay. All right. Um now for for me the um, the throne of David as 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 we all have said Well, the lord they are, they are, they, are, they have been kings and you know all of them the whole tribes are the children of um Abraham Abraham of course the 12 tribes they are the children of Jacob and out of these 12 tribes there are so many uh, families even in Judah you have a lot of families and you have a lot of people you have a lot of people there now David was was hand picked David was hand picked from among this father's house to represent now there's something david did notably that by the lord gave me this long long time ago before today now when he was a shepherd when david was a shepherd boy there's something he did now it doesn't make any normal sense for a young boy to uh, to try to contend with a lion 
a lion that is like how many kilograms um, 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 heavier or weightier than him or a bear that is taller like how many feet taller than him for a lamb in order to rescue a lamb a lamb out of these many sheep you want to go and rescue a lamb putting your life on the line for a lamb it's not making any mathematical sense or human sense. People are scared of lion and bears. Two men can't even attack these things for crying out loud. And David has to go over to rescue a lamb from the mouth of a lion and the mouth of a bear. Ravenous beasts taking their prey from them. So are we seeing a picture there? So I'm trying to paint a picture from here as we go down by the grace of God and the Holy Spirit helping me to do so. So David was a man that could lay his life down for a lamp. So he was a good shepherd. And the Lord saw that that will make this one a king of my people. If he can put his life down for a sheep, how much more will he do for my people Israel? So for me, that's for me. I think that's that's where the anointing, the selection of David began from. Praise God. So now uh that's what we see. The Lord told David also that his kingdom, he will establish his kingdom forever. Of course, like uh Micah said, it's about uh the eternal kingdom not the physical kingdom because the eternal kingdom will surely surely pass away and the lord jesus christ whom we are speaking about the lion of the tribe of judah will now be the king which we will see as we move on to the next um, phase of this revelation praise god so we saw that in the psalms the promise the lord made in book of samuel and all that to Abraham, to king david and we move on now the sons of david i can't remember most of them we have generations before the lord jesus christ came david has sons a lot of them with particular son of david be that that lineage uh, it's not something we want to bother ourselves about, but it's now started from David. So we'll now get to after Isaiah, where we talk about the birth of the Lord Jesus Christ and his purpose, the healing, the, the revelation, the restitution, and the, the redemption of Israel. We now move down to the book of Daniel. Now, in the book of Daniel, the Lord Jesus is revealed in the book of Isaiah as the king, as uh, the peacemaker, as the, the, the lamp of sacrifice, as the healer, as the one that wants to bring light to Israel, the one that wants to bring a tabernacle that hands did not build. Because the first temple, war will always ravage. They will fight for and they will ravage the temple. They will fight for they will steal the gold, you know, the the, 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 the Ark of Covenant keep moving left and right and all that. And it was all a shadow of the thing to come. So it was just Jesus Christ all through from Genesis down to this point. Now when we go to the book of Daniel, Daniel chapter 2. In Daniel chapter 2, I would like us to read that. And Daniel chapter 2, I'll be uh, taking it from 
uh, towards the end of it, towards the end of Daniel chapter two, in Daniel chapter two, the 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 image, the image, the revelation to Daniel was now Jesus, the Lord Jesus Christ as a king, as the the, the king, the everlasting king. He was revealed there as everlasting king. Um, his dominion, his kingdom was revealed, and the kingdom of his saints, which we are, is revealed that their kingdom will be forever. I don't want to read that. Daniel chapter two, Daniel chapter two, from verse um, from verse ten, Daniel chapter two from verse ten down. So we saw the revelation of the Lord Jesus Christ there as the stone that is cut without hand, the stone that is cut without hand. Uh, let me give us that um, scripture. We are doing Bible study, so let me give let me give us that scripture. Daniel chapter two, the stone that is cut without hand that crushes the last government of the earth and became a mighty mountain that overshadowed the whole earth. So his dominion came and he wiped up all the other kingdoms that were, and a kingdom for eternity and eternal kingdom was now established all right daniel chapter 2 verse okay so the dream the king had um okay okay verse 35 i think it starts from verse 30. that source that a stone was cut out without hands, which smote the image upon his feet. That was the last thing standing that we iron and clay and broke them in pieces. So that government, I said that same stone in verse 35, said that same stone, and the wind carried away the the, the, the pieces, the, the broken kingdom, the earth that will pass away, this particular earth, with all the beauties, all the armies and everything that will wipe away when lord jesus appears again that no place was found for them and the stone that smoothed the image became a great mountain and filled the whole earth so the lord jesus christ here is really as a stone that government this is the last government his government is the last government that will overthrow and crush the so the redemption of the earth so we are going back to the beginning where the lord said that they may possess the earth. They will possess the earth and have dominion over it. It is still the earth, but now the new one where Jesus would be the king that will never, of, of the earth that will never and ever end anymore. So here it still reveals as that, that dominion, the, the final dominion, the intention of the father, this, Daniel was talking about the end, the, 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 the fulfillment of God's desire, the new Jerusalem that Christ will be king and we will be priests as also kings in. So the revelation of the Lord Jesus Christ here as the stone that was cut without a hand, that government that will overshadow every other government of the earth and become and it also says in the book of Daniel that we descend, we that follow Christ. Our kingdom is forever. So after the book of Daniel, the prophet will have other prophets, then we now get to Matthew. So in Matthew, we all know the story. In Matthew, where the angel visited Mary and talked to her about Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us. 
and have shown us that in Exodus before. So the intention of God all through, the summary of it all is that from Genesis to Malachi, then to Revelation, the Lord Jesus is revealed through different civilization in different ways until the New Testament, where he was born. And I want to talk about the Lord Jesus Christ after his birth. I want to talk about Jesus, the Lord Jesus Christ as the baptizer. Now, the baptizer part, the Lord Jesus Christ being the baptizer, we all know that John the Baptist baptized the Lord Jesus Christ. But are we aware that the Lord Jesus Christ baptized John first? Praise God. Hallelujah. The Lord Jesus baptized John first. So let's go to the book of Luke chapter 1. And Luke chapter 1, yeah. verse 41. Lord Jesus Christ baptized John the Baptist first with the Holy Spirit because the the the, the revelation of angel Gabriel to Zacharias when he told him that the son the son the wife will have will be filled with the Holy Ghost so when we read it down we get to see verse 41 when Mary came uh, Mary came to visit um, Elizabeth and immediately she greeted the baby in her womb lips and we never heard of the Holy Ghost anybody being filled of the Holy Ghost filled of the Holy Ghost until this day so until this particular day we are talking about so the first the baby in her womb was filled with the Holy Ghost and the mother too was filled with the Holy Ghost said and it came to pass when elizabeth had the salutation of mary the baby lived in her womb and elizabeth was filled with the holy ghost holy ghost first then we go down she began to prophesy and also when the child was born the father too became filled with the holy ghost and began to prophesy and it was prophecy that drew where i want to say the coming king and we talked about david where he was mentioned as uh, when Zechariah was prophesying by the Spirit of God, he now mentioned the Lord Jesus Christ here as the Son of David. So, and it's um, um, Luke chapter 1, verse 6 to 7, and it's further. Zacharias was filled with the Holy Ghost. So the, Jesus was, the Lord Jesus was present in that environment. And his presence brought about the baptism of John, the mother, and the father. And they all prophesied, even though they were not prophets, they now started prophesying because the Holy Ghost came upon them. And that was made possible because the Lord Jesus Christ was in that atmosphere. And he spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets, which has been from the beginning. So I want to draw us to that part, uh, the, the, the throne of David, the throne of David. Okay. Oh, 
is is i'm just trying to get that um that part i think i wrote it down so we we saw by the by the by the impartation of the okay verse 69 i look 169 and had raised over the horn of salvation for us in the house of his servant david 169 so we we saw the lord jesus christ being referred to here as um from the line of david not before from david as the prophet and the psalms said it so he the coming king so moving forward we go to the book of john where we also saw john giving the revelation of him that the grace of god from john chapter one the book of john chapter one we also saw the lord being revealed there as the word of god so i want to if it's a movie they say interlude i want to i want to say some things um i'll stop and continue later i want to say some things you know some years ago about three or four years ago i do go out to preach and when i'm going out in the morning i do morning cries preaching the bosses and so that particular day i was going out and the lord started teaching me about the lord jesus christ and he said to me that anything any civilization outside the lord jesus any civilization outside the lord jesus it's it's not him no matter how good no matter how how pleasant no matter how how pious no matter how religious or spiritual any civilization that is not patterned after christ is doomed no matter how good no matter how and the lord was now bringing it to me that day that what is intended what he wants a man to be what he only want men to be like is he has been saying from the beginning so the lord jesus christ is that picture is is the 3d image is the real image of what i want a man to be this is what i created a man for this is how a man should be so the first adam filled so the second adam which was not made from the earth, but was made possible by the Holy Ghost coming upon Mary first to form that child, making the world that 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 uh, um, the the miracle of the Holy Ghost coming, the Word of God becoming flesh, being mixed up to make flesh, to create flesh, not from the line of Adam but and how mary was found many years passed by the mary was chosen mary was chosen to find favor from god because someone was aligned she aligned herself and god decided to work through her so that alignment is very very important so the the there may be gospels, there may be angels, there may be prophets, prophecies, but if anyone, if anyone is not patterned after Christ, anything that doesn't embody Christ in the fullness, 900%, anything that is not like Jesus, I may preach, I may preach today 
and I will decide to to say things from Revelation. But if my revelation does not point Christ as the Lord and point Christ as the image of God that we are to conform ourselves to become, that preaching, that that theology, whatever is this, is vain. It's vain. The, the whole purpose is that men should become like Christ. We'll see that as we go down. God, Christ came to be an example for men that this is the one. He said, this is my beloved son. After the baptism in the river Jordan, he said, this is my beloved son in whom I'm well pleased. Hear him. So the image of God is a let us create man in our own image. So Christ now will see that as we go. So I'm, I will, my interlude has stopped. Any civilization outside Jesus Christ, no matter how good it is, is not of God. So I will move on with the Bible since we are doing Bible study. I'll move on. So we we now we saw John the below John introducing the lord he said in the beginning was the word we saw that also in genesis chapter 1 verse 2 and 3 was the word and the word was god and the word was god and everything was created by him and he was life in him was the life and the life was the light of men and this light shineth in darkness and darkness comprehended not so the word became flesh i see he dwell among us but we didn't know him till today even though he is here we still a lot of people still don't know him say so he was in the world and the world made by him and the world was made by him and the world knew him not so and what god wanted to do was for all of us to be like him so the death of the lord jesus christ also brought the perspective that his death it's like uh, uh, his death is to give birth to sons. So through his death, that sons and daughters that are conformed to the image of the father will be born. Men and women that God will now, will, will now have a sanctuary. That's the purpose. I am a prophet. I'm an evangelist. I am, a, I am whatever we are. If the sanctuary of God doesn't find a place in us because God wants to tabernacle in us, like in the Garden of Eden, in the Ark of the Covenant, the Ark of the Congregation, the uh, the tabernacle of the Congregation. He has always wanted to dwell with us. He wants to be among us. He wants to have that fellowship with us. And if our body is not prepared, that He will set up a tabernacle in us, then. That, that purpose is not that life is not fulfilled that that particular life is not fulfilled that particular life is in eden but not in the garden so uh the image of god the image of god jesus christ being the image of god so we'll, we'll look we'll see we we'll see that in colossians so i'll i'll be moving straight to colossians so that i'll try and just um, summarize this I'll be moving on to Colossians, then um, uh, Timothy, just with us and Timothy, First Timothy chapter 2, we're talking about the mediator, the man Jesus. So I want to speak about that, the man Jesus. Uh, so please let me ask us a question again before I move on to say what I want to say. 
is um the lord jesus right now as i'm speaking now 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 like this the lord jesus christ is in heaven is in heaven and the bible made us to understand from the revelation of stephen the the saint stephen that he he saw heaven and he saw the lord seated at the right hand of the father okay now the lord jesus in heaven what personality you don't remember this topic was supposed to is the we're talking about the presence the power and the personality of the lord jesus christ the revelation so right now right now right now the lord jesus what is this um how is he how but what position is the lord jesus christ occupying right now right now like right now so before i point the scripture that um bring that picture to us what do we um what position is the lord jesus christ is right now as i'm speaking right now so there's anybody um with something to help us so that um we have a view with that we share that view so that everybody will learn intercessor and high priest okay okay thank you thank you very much well, high did. priest well high priest okay, our mediator yeah 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 he's our mediator he's our mediator uh there's a place i'm going with this why i ask that question now you know right from time like um in the when the lord wants to deliver israelites from pharaoh they it it, it was supposed to be 400 years but they 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 left for about 430 years after Then when we get to the back to the book of um, Daniel, Jeremiah prophesied that 70 years they will be in captivity in Babylon, and after 70 years they will be restored. But they didn't go back in the 70th year. No, they didn't. So God did not lie. But one thing that happened in all this event is that a man, because between these two realms, the only we are the only entity. A man is the only entity that can interface with the spiritual realm and this realm. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Okay. A man a man I'm talking up from the mediator side now, the intercessor and the mediator now. A man has to interface between that realm and this realm. because we have spirits that interface with the spiritual realm the invisible realm and we have the body that interface with this realm so we can stand in that place to 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 call for things to make them happen so daniel stood daniel stood for israel and he was the one that brought uh, his intercession brought about that fulfillment of what god wants to, to do now the lord jesus christ being that true image the image the firstborn of all creation that's another um that's another revelation of the lord jesus christ this is the firstborn from all creation what does that really mean 
being the firstborn of all creation. Um, any, and someone else, just I just want someone else to, to say something before Neil Neil. The firstborn of all creation. I really, um, our, our time it's the reason, but I believe the Holy Spirit will minister to us um, with the little I'm trying to do. There's much, but I'm just trying to summarize. Holy Ghost should help. So, the first one of all creation, what, what does that really mean? That the Lord Jesus Christ being the first one of all creation, what does that really mean to us? Please, let's talk with Bible study. The first one of all creation. Emmanuel, Sephora, if you're not sleeping. I'm here. <laughs> okay. So, can you just repeat the repeat the last question please okay i said yeah we we see the lord jesus christ also from the scriptures as the firstborn of all creation Mm -hmm. so what do we understand by that what 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 does it mean the firstborn of all creation that jesus christ even that expression i'm trying to even think about the firstborn of all creations because i just see in terms of um but I don't know. I, I'm actually <laughs> the reason why I say I don't know because the firstborn of all creations. It's so easy for us to think it's Adam and Eve, but then if you say firstborn of all, pardon. No, I said good. Yeah, go on, go on. Yeah, go on. I mean it's so easy to, for us logically, I guess, to see it as Adam and Eve. But then when I think about in terms of you, um, it, it, when I when when I think of now God's creation in terms of that the character and the fruits and and the image and you bear the image of God and you obey yeah. God, then I yeah. see him as the first in that aspect. So that that's just how I associate it with. But I'm quite keen to know what other people think because yeah, that that's how I'm seeing it. But I don't know whether what I'm saying is right. No, praise God, praise God. Praise God. <laughs> okay. Someone else, thank God for that. Thank you so much for that. Okay, someone else. Because we we will preach and we'll get um people will ask questions and that's why we are doing this. So that uh um we 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 want to increase knowledge so that we don't get um choked when um some questions kind of questions are asked. So we we can answer, give an answer. So to whoever asks us questions. So that's why we study. So anyone else there? Are you are you calling um uh, can I ask the question? Oh, okay. Yeah, um you, are you um the question you asked about him being the firstborn of all creation. Are creation, you saying it yeah. in the light of him being someone with who was created um, without sin or the process of his creation? Without a man and woman being involved, is that what you mean? I don't. Know. No, I'm not saying. I'm not saying anything now yet. Oh, 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 I'm just sorry. asking. Yeah, I'm not saying anything. Yeah, I'm just sorry. asking. I want to talk about that. 
so i just want to see what we what we think about it because in the scripture it's there in the scriptures so we want to talk about it it's you know like um sephora said she said if you're if you are actually looking at creation of course we want to think of adam and eve mm-hmm. so for, for for paul the apostle by the mercy of god or the mysteries and revelation he has had to make this to make to call the lord jesus christ here the firstborn of all creation and what does that mean to us so that's why i i threw the question what does it mean to you what does it mean to yeah okay sorry (laughs) okay so well leonel you want to say something (laughs) okay for me it's um it's 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 i mean it can be confusing when you say when if you if if one wants to focus on of maybe first born of all creation so you might be thinking okay he was created i mean i'm saying some confusion can be there but i don't think that's what it's saying it's probably saying is is above all creation because he was not created instead we can say is the first big begotten of the father so he came um, he came from from the father um, and he is above all creation so he's the firstborn of all creation um, not that he was not that he's among creation but he was okay. through him okay praise god <laughs> praise god okay okay yeah that's true that's true because um the bible now contradicts itself for whatever reason we said he made all things we saw that in the book of john that by him were all things created and that was john talking now when we got to the book of colossians where we now meet met brother paul and i i strongly believe it's not that um paul read the account of john because i i don't think those things were compiled as a book a single book those uh, testimonies were not combined as a single book then even when paul was was um paul so the revelation of john neither was paul in attendance in any meeting john was preaching so then but paul came and was saying the same thing and john made mention of in another light now you see before the title the firstborn of the creation came to be the firstborn from the dead now there's another place in the scripture where um, apostle paul was now mentioning him the firstborn from not the dead praise god the firstborn from the dead now the lord jesus christ died rose up again and when he rose up he now took on that flesh that would have gotten by eating from the tree of life remember there are three there are fruit in the garden of eden we have the tree of life and the tree of knowledge of good and evil now if 
God doesn't intend Adam to eat it at a certain stage, he wouldn't have planted it there in the first place at all. Now, those things would have been taken in. I'm speaking from Revelation right now. And the fruit, the tree of knowledge of good and evil. Why was it there in the first place? The, the tree of life, why was it also there in the first place? This is in the wisdom of the Father that Adam will acquire all these things. He kept it there. They are fruit. They are meant to be eaten. They are meant to be eaten. But the time that Adam took of it was not asked to take of it. So he took of it before the time. It was not matured enough to handle that. So he did that out of disobedience. And that's how he lost his authority. So Satan became the possessor of the earth. Because the spiritual law is, one of the spiritual laws is this. Whatever you submit yourself to be a servant, that thing becomes a lord over you. Whatever you submit yourself to be a servant of becomes a lord over you. Be it a stone, be it a, a man, be it a woman, be it whatever. Anything you submit yourself to becomes a lord over So when he did that, God stopped becoming his lord when he disobeyed and the devil now became the prince. That's how the devil now got the title of the prince of this earth when Adam sold his birthright by eating or disobeying God. So now when the Lord Jesus Christ died and rose again, that was the real creation. That is the That was the intent of the father that life, they said, they said Jesus Christ is the life and in him is also life, which is the light of men. So after the resurrection, he was now carrying the flesh that we all will possess when we, when we will now dwell in the new Jerusalem. So he is the first to carry that immortal flesh. He is the first man in heaven with that flesh of immortality. Praise God. Do you remember when he rose up? Are we together? Yes. When he rose up yes. from the dead, when he rose up from the dead, they saw him. He wasn't a ghost. Do we know that? He wasn't a ghost. Yeah. Praise God. Yeah. And when he appeared to them, now that body could walk through walls. You know that that body could walk through walls. And the mark of the nail was still there. That print was there. And I was telling Thomas, he said, dip your hand. But that flesh is a flesh that can transcend through realm. So he was the first to carry that flesh. That flesh. That was why when when the um, the Paul the apostle was talking about in Timothy, we were talking about the the, the mediator. He said that man, Jesus Christ. The apostle Paul was now referring to him as the man, Jesus Christ, the mediator, the man, Jesus Christ. Now, the Lord Jesus, as it is right now, because paying for the sin of man, he became the second Adam. And the second Adam also has flesh. The second Adam also. But now, after death, after dying with sin, rose up without sin, now possesses that body. So he is the firstborn from the dead to carry that flesh. For the rest of the sin that have died, before that flesh will be given, it will be after the end of this world, 
when we are now coming back to reign with him, then all of us that were trans that were transfigured, then the transfiguration would now happen. All of us will now that repent and believed in him, the saints will now have that same body of immortality that he had, but he was the first to have it. He was the first to have it. And he did that by pain, sacrificing himself, and God's purpose was complete in Jesus Christ. So he was the first. So every other person that believed after Jesus Christ and become like him, that we may conform to the image of him, everyone will now have the ability to possess that incorruptible body. So the death and the resurrection of the Lord gave birth to a new civilization, that which was the purpose of God. So his dying and resurrection fulfilled the purpose of God. So the plan of God was accomplished. So he was the firstborn from the dead. So that's where that firstborn stuff um, was coming from. He was the firstborn from the dead. Adam died and did not rise again. Adam died and did not rise again. But the Lord Jesus Christ died and rose. And he is raising up sons and daughters, you and I, to be like him, the true image of the Father. He said, um, in Colossians chapter 1, I sent Colossians to us to read Colossians 1 and 2. In Colossians chapter 1, verse 15, say, Who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature? Then in verse 18, he also said, He is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in, that in all things he might have the preeminence. Preeminence. So that is him. That is the Lord Jesus Christ. Then in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 23, we also see that to the general assembly and to the church of the firstborn, which is us, which are written in heaven, and to God the judge of all and the spirit of just men made perfect. So the firstborn again here, the Lord Jesus Christ, being the firstborn from the dead. So anybody that being conformed we have to be conformed to the image of christ the lord and today you know um praise god i think i will just try and round up here um by saying this to just help us uh it helped me so i believe i have to share it the opening the eye opener he said if the lord jesus christ is the mediator is the high priest his blood is there continuously for us that accept him. If Jesus Christ is praying to the Father for you, and the Father cannot reject the request of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Father glorified, honored him, and he said, I'm saying this because the Lord Jesus said, he said, Father, I know you always hear me. So if the Lord Jesus asks the thing of the Father, the Father will do it. And he told us that whatever we ask, we will receive. He said that too. So now if the Lord Jesus Christ is medi the mediator, not just our redemption now, he has done that. So for now, he's praying for us. If the Lord Jesus Christ is actually praying for us, do we have to worry? 
do we have to be anxious if the lord jesus christ is standing in the gap for me before the father do i have to be scared again so knowing this increase my faith that oh if i belong to jesus of course jesus will stand for me and when i ask the father things i desire that are in alignment with his will i don't have any problem or difficulty receiving that request because the lord jesus christ is doing that for me is asking the father for me so it really hits me that most times we pray and we feel the prayer is not hard or it's not gone anywhere i will start to fear what if the lord is our mediator and our high priest i believe there's none there's no one better to stand for us no man on earth can can pray better for us than the lord jesus christ himself the revelation of the lord jesus christ is so much you know john the beloved they know him as the lord jesus but after he was glorified the when john saw him john did not recognize him in the book of revelation and it was a different thing entirely then he, he was not the lamb anymore he was now like the judge waiting for the court section to begin he is the fire he is the consuming fire he is still compassionate but right now he has done all the work and what we what we are waiting for he's our mediator he's our lawyer he's our he's the one our advocate the one advocate also jesus christ is still our advocate he's the one that will speak for us say i know him i know this one i know this one i know sephora i know lionel i know uh, houston i know emmanuel i know shela i know them i know solomon he is the one that will stand for us that lawyer that is standing for us 247 to tell the father i know this ones this ones are mine so he's is a terror to our enemy and is that compassion to us praise god he is a terror to our enemy is that compassion to us and is that good shepherd that will not allow if david could put his life on the line for a lamb and we call him the son of david he would do much more you know so we don't have to be afraid we don't have to be to be worried because we have a shepherd we have him as a king we have him as uh, our baptizer our healer and everything praise god so i just may god give us understanding and let me just uh i'm just uh, stop here let me just stop here i mean i don't want to go further i believe the holy spirit will and further from the little i've said god amen man thank you so much shalomon for welcome bro for that word um yeah i know um since it is the um revelation of 
the personality of Jesus. You can actually spend the whole day, you know, just talking about it because, I mean, he's everything. He's everything. He's, uh, <sighs> he's everything, to be honest. That, um, it's amazing that um, when, when Jesus said, all scripture, all scripture speak of me, you know, again, if you look throughout scripture, you will see Christ in every story, in every, um, yes. So even among the prophets, you will see Christ because whenever they spoke, you say, oh, thus said the Lord. And when they speak at that point in time that they are speaking, that's, that's God speaking, that's Christ speaking. Because even in the Psalms, where it's written somewhere about, oh, yeah, God, because Jesus made reference to that. But when he was making reference to that, when the Israelites were wanted to stone him for, when the Jews wanted to stone him because he, he said he was the son of God, or he called God his father. But Jesus now said, didn't I say to you that ye are God? So I'm making reference to him saying, didn't, didn't I say? So many times, whenever you see, oh, the Lord said, many times it's, it's Christ in the Old Testament. Even the prophets, everyone was a measure of, was, I would say was a measure of Christ to, to, to a certain degree. Um, in in it's it's amazing that you also mentioned the, uh, the story, the Daniel chapter two, where where he's mentioned was revealed as the stone, that stone, that last stone that you know brings the whole that that statue, the dream of Nebuchadnezzar. You know, he's referred to as the stone. He will crush every you know. Is the last government, as she said. And going to First Peter, you also see where he's referred to as that chief cornerstone. You know, um, he's everything. The Son of God. He's he's the way, the truth. He's the life. He's the mediator, as you said. He's the high priest and emphasis on B, 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 not A, or not one of, no, B is intentional. He is the high priest, he is the life, he is the uh, path on which we tread. The life, the Christian race is not a road, is the person of Jesus Christ because we're actually trying to live the life of somebody, you know, in this race. And that person is Christ Jesus. So this is a Christian race. It's not just a road. In fact, it's not a road. It's a person. It's the person of Jesus. Um, he's, the, he's the goal. He's the, um, what can I even say? <laughs> uh, he's everything. 
And as she said, he's the express image of the invisible God. That is the visible of the invisible. So if you are to see God in person, if you are to see him, if, if God should take a form, a true his true form in like as a person is Jesus. Um what else he's as you said he's the firstborn of all creation. He's above all creation. All things were made through him, you know, um, by him and for him. He is the wisdom of God. He is the word of God, eternal word. He is eternal life. Um, Bible says eternal life is this, that you know God and Jesus Christ whom he sent. So he's everything, to be honest. He's everything. He's, he's, he's consuming fire. He's the one that is a place in Revelation that says he's the one that threads the, the wine press of God's wrath and God's judgment. Um, he's also a shepherd. He's also a healer. He's a deliverer. I mean, we, like I said, we can go on from now till tomorrow. So it's 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 an it's an amazing topic. Thank you so much once again for, and we thank God that He um, for this topic because it just um, it just puts Christ, you know, in. Just helps you to um or reminds you of whom or whose you are and whom you serve whom we follow not just a man he's a man but he's also god he's also you know a quick he's also a quickening spirit he's everything to be honest <laughs> he's everything he's king he's prince he's 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 his creation <laughs> yeah is <laughs> the embodiment it's just you know the, the truth the way and the life i just like i, I just well, like i said let the holy spirit read when you said it i just remember that oh it's one of the things i have to talk about but mm. thank god we didn't dive into that because it would have been um, another um, another journey praise mm. god well, just it's just is the truth you know there are one million true I was telling my wife about this topic. I said, "Is there are many true? There's a lot of things that is true. Gravity is true. Physics. There's a lot of true in physics. There's a lot of true in chemistry, in other, you know, religion, whatever. There's a lot of true, but there's only one truth, one truth, one, and that truth is Christ. And when He stands, every other thing becomes a lie. So." Is is just is just like it's just everything. Mm. It's just everything. Is everything is yeah. Is the mystery of God because the one of the when I was reading um, one of the scriptures he sent Colossians two. You see where it says um, uh, that um, talking about. I mean, it's long, but okay. But you're saying understanding 
okay for my hope is that their hearts may be encouraged as they are knit together in unselfish love so that they may have all the riches that come from the full, full assurance of understanding that is the joy of salvation resulting in a true and more intimate knowledge of the mystery of God that is Christ is the mystery of God in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge regarding the word and purposes of God so he's is the wisdom of God is the knowledge of God he's in him is all things or are all things okay. so everything about us about a person in 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 God is only unlocked in Christ yeah when when any destiny is not fulfilled you know mm-hmm. what that there's no destiny that is fulfilled outside the civilization of Christ mm-hmm. no, because uh, go on your destiny cannot be complete if you exist outside you try to exist outside him mm-hmm. yeah, yeah uh, kind of anyone that seeks anyone that seeks like you said truth i've noticed if you if somebody even a non-believer if the person desires to seek truth if genuinely and ultimately it will lead you to jesus christ it will lead yes. you to the person No this I can this what you just said now what you just said is is a confirmation it is true it's true because it has happened across religions this thing mm-hmm. you just said men that are into a religion I'm talking about sheikhs I'm talking about imams from Iran from from Afghanistan from Saudi Arabia itself the people mm-hmm. that yeah these are men that their generations for over 10 generations are have been following that path mm-hmm. but you come to a point where a, a son a daughter decide to wake up like come i want the truth i really want to meet god and jesus the lord will appear you understand the lord appears to them and boom they become something else mm-hmm. so that's it's, it's just it anyone that seeks the truth i'm just trying to betrays this there are so many of them like that that they desire truth someone was converted from mecca itself from mecca the guy was going there to find god and when he got back he found jesus because the lord appeared i am the one you are looking for it's, this is me you understand so mm. oh, yeah, god 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 knows god knows when a man is truly seek truth they said it might just be it might be even the lord jesus might not even appear you know in person but ultimately that search that search will lead to christ if that person is genuinely seeking truth because you can't separate you know um you can't separate truth or you know as as a concept from the person truth you know it ultimately lead you to the source 
Yeah. Of course, at that point in time, the person now has to make a choice whether to accept the source, you know. But yeah, the same thing with life. Anyone who is truly seeking true life, ultimately, you find out that they would end up, you know, in the path that leads to Christ Jesus. It's just, it's just, it's amazing. It's amazing. Please, anyone has another thing to want to say, please feel free. Because if you leave now, <laughs> just keep talking. Yes, I want to. Yeah, um, just uh, first and foremost, like, like Solomon, you like, like you really tried it. And the reason why I said this God. was that when I saw your message about what you about. So I'm like, ah, like, how would you do this now? It's like, how scripture and beyond. It's like, it's like, do you get like, it's just everything, like, each thing that you picked, you can spend days on them and it's not getting exhausted. So, so that's, so I really love your efforts to try to, like, very good. Yeah, very good. It's very spiritual. Yeah. Uh, that agrees me. I don't know how. <laughs> Whenever I say like five, six scriptures, I mean, I'm scared. I can't even start the whole one. Just combine six scriptures together. Mm. <laughs> so, so, that being said, mm, the, uh, uh, you said something about uh, the uh, baptism of John the Baptist. Yeah. Yeah. That's, he said that it was Jesus that first even baptized John the Baptist, and that was yeah. key, key for me. Like, no, and it's, no, I just no, want to confirm no. that for me, I just believe that it is very, very true because yeah. it's, a, it's a revelation. Mm-hmm. And and the scripture for me is at Luke one fifteen, where he said that for he shall be great in the sight of the Lord, and shall drink neither wine nor drink or nor strong drink, and he shall be filled. With the Holy Ghost, even from his mother's womb, mm-hmm. and just yeah. yes, and that was you know, and the reason why that is possible is that the Bible told us that Jesus is the only one that baptized with the Holy Spirit. Spirit. So, 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 what is said kind of confirms. So, that being said, and the second thing, when you talk about um, Jesus being the firstborn of creation, and you ask that question, like. Uh, just like what Luna said, like it doesn't really tie down to one thing, really. It depends on the content in which you are going to. Like it has several things tied to that question. But one and one of the most important was what you mentioned about that also tying it to him being the firstborn of the dead. And the reason, like you said, is that when he rose up, he had a new body and this new body is the only is body that is what incorruptible there's a word that the bible uses for that body and that's why uh, incorruptible in the sense that this body when we acquire it like it is impossible for man to sin again yes like you can't sin is taken away you can never and that was in the end so in the in the case of adam though it was the first question there was tendency for him to sin so that means what Adam had was not 
king forgot but it's what just want to protest that oh yeah it's true you know adibi adibi ate from the tree of life his body would have been transformed so now that tree of life now is now christ that when we eat him we now possess the ability to be transfigured to get that incorruptible that will never die again so that's why the lord sent him out of the garden and guarded that place so that they don't go on you know become immortality with sin it would, it would be chaos so yeah. yeah okay and the last thing that you said uh, for me you, when you talked about him being the high priest yes, and his position then you said something that i will, i just want some clarity on that you understand that what is doing that is interceded for us and you made mention of something that that's the reason why we should not get anxious you understand that if you have this knowledge not be anxious you understand then this question came to mind and that's why i want the clarity like okay now are you trying to say that now that because okay are you trying to say, is that okay like you just intercede like what we need like he is the one that is in that position that he tells god on a behalf like okay for example oh okay this guy needs a new job so Father, please give him a new job, and God will hear him. Like, okay, this guy needs this. Okay, Father, please give him. So, it's like, is that part of the job as a mediator, or what the mediator is is about our sin, like for interceding on behalf of God, the Father, whenever okay. we sin, trying, okay. to, trying to pray to God that you forgive your son. Okay. So, Praise God. Hallelujah. Uh, Leonel, you can. I want you to say something first before I say something. In that, I regard. I want you to just try light. So if it's the same, I'll just. I mean, um, there are two the two things that um, you mentioned. So, um, for me, I mean. I might be wrong, but for me, I, I believe it's the truth. I believe it's all-encompassing. Uh, but most importantly, if we if we go back, because everything that Jesus uh, is doing for us now, God gave us like a a trailer or a preview of it with the life of. Uh, the high priests you know what the, the job of the high priest which was like a mediator between God and man so the high priest would first of all you know cleanse himself and going and he's, he would be the one to make you know uh, sacrifice you know sacrifices on behalf of the people to God and this is what uh uh, Christ is doing or did sacrifice himself but now he's interceding now a high priest but I believe he's all encompassed I believe he's everything because even Hebrews 4.15 tells us that um, that we do not um, have a high priest who is basically ignorant of 
our weaknesses, you know, because he himself too was tempted when he was, you know, in the flesh. So that scripture tells me that it's not just, you know, mediator based on our sins. It's also mediator, it's mediator based on every aspect of our lives. Because every aspect of our lives is obviously important to God. So it will be um, wherever we need help. Everything, of course, according to the will of God, wherever we need help. You made mention first of, okay, for example, this person needs a job. Okay, Father, you know, this is according to the volumes of books written about, you know, this this grants, you know, him this request, or this is not according to, instead, give him this. And also, the second thing you mentioned about, oh, sin, Father, forgive him, I paid the price. So I think it's, every, I think, I think it's both. I think it's both because they are all part of our lives. Yeah, praise God. I think uh, you said it. Oh, yeah. Um, let me just look at it. Say it from this angle. You know, in in this world, in this world, most of the times, if you if you are used to movie, there's something that happens when somebody saves you. Then you hear the statement like, "I owe you my life," kind of. You know, uh, people say that because somebody actually saved you from death, sudden death. So it's like, I owe you my life. So for for we in him, we are in him. So whatever our voice, because the blood till today to tomorrow, the rule of the high priest is that for us to enter into the altar, we must come through that sprinkling. And he is there as that reminder. That's why I say in Jesus' name, we in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. We come to God in Jesus' name. We come to the Father in Jesus' name. By grace, we are where we are. And the grace of who? The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. So it's his grace. Whatever we get is because of Jesus Christ. No man deserves anything from God. No mortal man deserve anything from god assistance it's just the grace of god that through jesus christ that whatever we get whatever we enjoy whatever that has to happen to us from the forgiveness of sin that Leonard said it has to be through the lord jesus christ so he said in colossians chapter 15 and 18 First, we're in verse 1, 15, 18. We got to see, he said, preeminence. Preeminence. So, the Lord Jesus Christ, whatever he wanted to happen, is all happened. And that's what it means. As long as the earth is concerned, as long as this realm is concerned, he said, all power is given unto me. So, he stands to be our priest and our intercessor, not just for sin, but when I mean, we ask, we said, Lord, we will know this in the name of Jesus. And who is closer to the Father than the Lord Jesus Christ? Like, Lord, you know? So that is just that, as Leonard said it, I think he's, the priest is our mediator. 
we 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 without him we can't come into the it's like the holiest of the holiest there's no way there's no way you can enter the holiest of the holiest there have to be a sprinkling there must be there has to be a sprinkling you have to sanctify yourself you have to anytime you have to sanctify yourself before you enter there so he is standing there and always doing what making that is that blood that makes us cross our request to cross is jesus our answers to come is to the lord jesus so we don't have a life we don't have a voice without the lord jesus we don't have so any voice that gets to heaven is through the blood that moves that his blood sends that message so he's forever our intercessor um as long as this realm this time is this until the consummation the marriage until the marriage until the marriage if that is the marriage of the lamp until then he continues to be our mediator and our priest okay i'm gonna i'm gonna just that answers a bit Yeah, yeah. Let's just. Oh, you do you do you, do you uh, want? Uh, I leave that for now. <laughs> You're still not clear. Let's, okay. Let's leave that for now. Okay. <laughs> no, I said it's still not clear. Okay. Oh no, no. Like you've shed more light to it. Okay. So so so, so, so if you know what you said is really right, but but there's this stuff that I still not. I don't no know. No problem. I'm not really eating the nail on the head. In my okay. own case, no. In my own mind. So that's what I meant. So that's it. Okay. And I wanted to say something. If you read the book of, while you were speaking, if you read the book of John chapter 17, I think you you understand the place, the role the Lord was playing. John chapter 17, from verse 10 down. Okay. you get to understand yeah more of that okay. uh thing. okay okay anyone else wants to say something it's the p shila you want to say anything yeah, i should speak or oh. let's not be as if that's how i was asking somebody sleeping I should speak please. Okay. So far as gone. Okay. Yes. Shall I are you there? Yes, that's uh Esther. Okay. Shall I is there? I'm sorry. Okay. Um it's almost 12 o'clock here. Okay. <laughs> so I'm okay. so sorry. It seems like I have to go. All right. But you guys right. have really said everything. I thank you so much. All right. Thank God. I'm going to round up now. All right. Okay. 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 Um seeing that there's nothing else to say. Um 
I want us to just thank God for, just quickly thank God for the word that we have um, received today. <laughs> 